0: Welcome back to the Called for Freedom podcast, and it's been a week. Um, I've been out for a week doing some cool guy stuff, some military stuff, Um, had a lot of fun. But we are back, diving back into God's Word, chapter 10 of the book of Judges. Now this week we're going to be focusing on um, verses 7 through 9, when we get there. And uh, I also want to make an announcement as well. Um, so I, I didn't get to go live on YouTube this past week. It was a lot busier than I thought. Um, when I got to my hotel room, it was pretty late, so and I had to fly out the next morning, so I couldn't um, couldn't get everything together to do that, but um, called for freedom. Apparel is going to be available soon. Uh, I'm going to be starting a site so you guys can pick up some merch. And, um... I hope you guys enjoy that. I can't wait to get that going because I love the logo of this podcast and I love the design. So, I, uh, you know, I hope you guys wear that, represent that. I would love to see you guys wearing that. Tag me on Instagram for that. But more importantly, let's get into Judges chapter 10. Now, the start of this, we're going to be talking about Tola. Now, after the time of Abimelech, a man of Issachar, named Tola son of Pua, the son of Dodo, rose to save Israel. He lived in Shamir, in the hill country of Ephraim he led Israel 23 years then he died and was buried in Shamir now Jair he was followed by Jair of Gilead who led Israel 22 years he had 30 sons who rode 30 donkeys They controlled 30 towns in Gilead, which to this day are called Havath-Jair. When Jair died, he was buried in Caiman. Jephthah, again the Israelites, did evil in the eyes of the Lord. They, They served the Baals and the Ashtoreths and the gods of Aram. The gods of Sidon. The gods of Moab. The gods of the Ammonites. And the gods of the Philistines. And because the Israelites forsook the Lord and no longer served him, he became angry with them. This is where we really have to pay attention. He became angry with them. He sold them into the hands of the Philistines and the Ammonites. Who that year shattered and crushed them. For 18 years, they oppressed all the Israelites on the east side of the Jordan and Gilead, the land of the Amorites. The Ammonites also crossed the Jordan to fight against Judah, Benjamin, and Ephraim. Israel was in great distress. Then the Lord or sorry, then the Israelites cried out to the Lord, We have sinned against you, forsaking our God and serving the Baals. The Lord replied, When the Egyptians, the Amorites, the Ammonites, the Philistines, the Sidonians, the Amalekites, and the Maonites oppressed you and you cried to to me for help, I did not save you from their hands. Or did I not save you from their hands? He asked, But you have forsaken me and served other gods, so I will no longer save you. Go and cry out to the gods you have chosen. Let them save you when you are in trouble. But the Israelites said to the Lord, We have sinned. Do with us whatever you think best, but please rescue us now. When they got rid of the foreign gods among them and served the Lord, he could bear Israel's misery no longer. When the Ammonites were called to arms and camped in Gilead, the Israelites assembled and camped at Mizpah. The leaders of the people of Gilead said to each other, Whoever will take the lead in attacking the Ammonites will be head over all who live in Gilead. Chapter 10 was a little bit of a short chapter. But let's go to some commentary from Enduring Word. Verse 7 through 9 is about Israel's servitude. And it states, So the anger of the Lord was hot against Israel. And he sold them into the hands of the Philistines and into the hands of the people of Ammon. From that year they harassed and oppressed the children of Israel for eighteen years. All the children of Israel who were on the other side of the Jordan in the land of the Amorites in Gilead. Moreover, the people of Ammon crossed over the Jordan to fight against Judah also. Against Benjamin and against the house of Ephraim so that Israel was severely distressed. And when it states he sold them into the hands of the Philistines and into the hands of the people of Ammon, if Israel wanted to serve the gods of the Philistine and the Amorites, God would allow them to do so. He allowed them in the fullest sense by selling them into servitude to the Philistines and the Amorites. It also says they harassed and oppressed the children of Israel. Of course, Israel was never blessed when they served these other gods. Instead, they were harassed and oppressed. They were severely distressed. But God gave them what they wanted. You know, just for the sake of this chapter being so short, I want to go back when the Israelites said, We have sinned against you. The words of this cry seem fine, but God's response seems to indicate that He saw something lacking in Israel's repentance. One may cry out to the Lord, yet really just wish things were different. Crying out to God with the voice is not necessary or necessarily the same as crying out to Him with our heart. God wanted from Israel the same thing He wants from us, a heart that will put His hand to the plow and not look back. Luke 9, 62 He wants us to come to the place where we know that there is nothing worth following except God. And then the Lord said, Therefore I will deliver you no more. God was harsh with Israel because they had to be genuinely sick of their sin before they would genuinely turn to God. God allowed Israel to experience the sickness of their sin. For the first time it is recorded that he refused to save them. Reminding them of how repeatedly that he had delivered them. And yet they had turned back to their evil courses. In the message of his anger, there was clearly evident a purpose of love. This is apparent rejection, and the apparent indifference to the pleas of his people was designed to test the sincerity of their response. And point three, one technique used to help people stop smoking is to put them in a small, unventilated room and make them smoke for hours on end until they can hardly bear it. It makes them sick of smoking. It makes them truly want to stop. In the same way, sometimes God will allow the natural consequences of our sin to crash upon us in concentrated form so we can become sick of our sin. in verse 14 it says which you have chosen you have not been forced to worship these gods by your oppressors and tyrants but you have freely chosen these gods before me Mm. so when we deliberately do things knowing that it is against God's will God will let the consequences come upon us. We Listen, we've all had fallen. We're all sinful by nature. And it wasn't meant to be this way. During the creation of Adam and Eve, it was literally heaven on earth. Adam and Eve didn't feel any pain. They didn't have these, the, the world's, urges that we feel today and that may fi- be hard to believe considering that you're a human being it almost seems supernatural but that's how they were but when Adam and Eve willingly sinned they felt shame they felt pain and then God made them work Before eating the apple, they didn't... Before eating the fruit, they didn't... They didn't feel pain or shame or any of those things. It was literally heaven on earth. God never wanted things to be this way. And even though we're sinful by nature now... We have to focus on Him. We have to repent... pour your heart out to God don't just call to Him and wish things were different I do that all the time I do it every day I, I just I, sometimes I'll even admit I use God as a wishing well I wish things were different but you have to pour your heart out to Him let Him know that you know you're struggling and you need help You can't do it without him. That concludes chapter 10. It went on a little longer. I figured I'd read a little bit more commentary considering it was a short episode. But, Lord willing, I will see you again on Friday, chapter 11. God bless.